morning, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the show. It is August 10th, 2021, and been away for a little bit. We had some uh, traveling to do, some things to get done, um, but we're back. We got Kyle Klingman in the house. Kyle was over at the um, Junior World Championships. Excuse me, Cadets. Junior's coming up here in just a moment. Um, Cadet World Championships in Budapest. Kyle, welcome back. Great to have you on. I'll, I'll mention this. We were together in Stillwater, Oklahoma for a project, and I actually stole a pair of your sunglasses. Oh, you son of a buck. Elevator's dad. So yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I have these, and you're always with me now. <laughs> you, I was wondering where this went. I, you, you know, funny story about that? I got 100 pairs of those because I would always buy those cheap little glass glasses um, and lose them or leave them somewhere. So my, my wife got me 100 pairs for Christmas one year, and now I'm down to 99. Thanks. Yeah. Well, you can you can let go of one. I have one. This will this will end up in the uh, National Wrestling Hall of Fame <laughs> soon. And- yeah. Sure. All right. Enough of the shenanigans. Let's get let's get our guest on today. It's Drake Ayala, um, Iowa commit, and uh, uh, has had himself a very nice summer as well. Drake, how you doing? How you doing, Drake? I'm good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I got you. I think we're paused for just a second. Um, hey, thanks for joining us. Um, how has, how's your summer been? It's good. Um, it's been busy with a lot of wrestling, obviously, but it's been good. It's been fun. So yeah, awesome. Obviously, we we want to talk a lot of wrestling today, and really, I, I, as we do with a lot of people, I want to get back to the beginning and like just understand how you got your start in the sport. What your first year was like? What your first memories were like? And 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 how it all got kicked off. Um, really, honestly, I just started with my dad taking me up to like a local wrestling club. And then from there, it kind of just, it just grew, I guess. Um, I started Seabolt in sixth grade and that's kind of when it got a little more serious, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was really my dad. My dad just brought me into the sport. So, uh, you know, what you, you know, obviously it's when you hit Seabolt in sixth grade, things turn up a notch and I'm sure the career advances but what were those early years like and and like what was it about wrestling that you took to why did you like it why did you stick with it um we went to this i went to this little club club called it was like called young guns at the time but it was like in our uh it was in fort dodge and i mean there's a bunch of names you guys probably know like drew bennett brody teske the lara brothers i mean all those guys and us were, were there training when we were young and we were really a family and it was it was super fun to be around and you know, just going to those gym tournaments every weekend and stuff like that. It was just, it was just something I liked about it. I don't know. It was just, it was awesome. It was fun. So. Yeah, absolutely. Was that with Eric Jurgens? Uh, no, no. Different wasn't. Young Guns. Yeah, different. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Um, and were you having success like early on? Was it just kind of always like that, or or did you take some lumps early? Um, I mean, I was always like. I was usually like first, second, third in the state. I mean, I wasn't always winning, that's for sure. But I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't that bad either. So it was kind of in the middle, I guess. Gotcha. Um, and you mentioned Seabull and and sixth grade, and I don't know how did that come about. Was it just like, man, I need, I want, I need more of this. I want more of this. I, I need to find a way to get to the next level. What was the reasoning for for finding a club like Seabull? Um, honestly, so the club I went to stopped. And they were they weren't going to continue anymore, and so like all the clubs in Fort Dodge were just didn't really have much partners for me and my brother, and I don't know it just wasn't wasn't 
we need we needed something different. And so we kind of explored a little bit. And I mean, my dad brought up to me Seabolt. And at the time, they weren't very, like, popular. I guess I didn't really know much about them. But, I mean, I went. And I'm not going to say I loved it because it was, it was really hard in the beginning. But I knew it was what I needed. So, I mean, I've been there ever since. And I love it. So. What is it like when you you're like it wasn't all that fun at the beginning? Like, um, I guess describe what those practices were like, or what the workouts were like, and how you handled it mentally, as a guest as well as physically. Yeah, so I mean, at Siebel, our practices are a lot different than normal. I mean, they're they're really long, and we do some like we do some like weird agility stuff that it was just really kind of hard for me to get used to in our warm up. Like our warm up alone is like a half hour, and it's it's really hard. So, I mean, that was something I had to get used to. And then, like, just the long practices and the really good partners and a lot of live wrestling. It was just, it was just all, like, a step more intense. And I was, I was not ready for it at the time. But, I mean, it was, it was good for me. So, What's that like as you're going through? And, like, when you say I wasn't ready for it, do you mean, like, you weren't ready to, to handle that? Or you weren't good enough? Or what do you mean? Um... No, I just think I wasn't – I guess I wouldn't say I wasn't ready. I just wasn't prepared. Yeah. I mean, like, going into the practice, I wasn't really, like – I didn't know that it was good, what it was going to be like. <laughs> but, I mean, I caught on pretty well, and I, I was fine after the first couple practices. But, yeah, it was tough for sure. Yeah. Um, what, kind of, what kind of improvements did you see yourself make once you got over to Seabolt? Um, I became – like, I just got a lot tougher, really, mentally – and that's what I needed at the time because I always got too nervous for my matches and I wasn't really like doing well at the time. So like I wasn't confident in myself. So that really like was the first thing I saw and that helped a ton. And then like the technical side and stuff like that came later. But I mean, it was, it was really just everything I needed at that time. So. When you talk about getting tough and like m improving mentally, right? Mm-hmm. Is that just from going through tough practices or is it things that coaches is, is yelling or maybe even whispering in your ear during practice? I just, it's always fascinating because the mental side of the sport is, is such a big part of it. And I always want to figure out how people are improving mentally. Yeah. And maybe that's um, a question that's know. tough to answer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's different for everyone. Um, I know for me, like it kind of helped just having TJ in my corner. I mean, he was an awesome coach for me and we were, we were close, so having him in my corner, corner helped. And then just, like, going through those tough practices, like me knowing no one else went through those tough practices, so I think that kind of helped too. I mean, really just whatever really whatever clicks with you. I mean, it's probably different for everyone. So Sure. Um, when did you start to set goals, like looking towards high school and college and, and beyond, um, if you have? But, like, you know, did you go in and say, hey, I want to be uh, a four-time state champ or I'd like to win states or I want to – go to college and wrestle like when did you set these goals and um how'd you go about it working toward, towards achieving them um probably at a young age I wanted to achieve the goals that everyone wanted to achieve like being a four-time state champ you know kind of everyone in the wrestling world wants to achieve that and then obviously I, I did have the goal of wrestling in college um I really wanted to wrestle in college when I was younger I mean I was always I would always watch the NCAA championship sorry and, I mean, it was just a goal of mine since I was young. So, yeah, those were two goals I had for sure. Um, tell me about winning your first state title and what you remember and, and did it feel like like you thought it would? Um, 
it was cool, but then again, it wasn't like a surprise. Um, so, I mean, it, it was it was cool for sure, but it was kind of like expected. So I don't think it would have been as cool as like a surprise win. But I mean, it was it was fun to get over the hump from last year, losing to my teammate. So yeah, I was I was pretty happy. I was pumped. So it was fun. Okay. Um, and how about this year? Right, you had you had a, a senior season, a, a, a solid showing, but you had a loss. You went up to to wrestle a match, had a loss, and then you went back down and, and actually came back up to avenge it, right? Uh huh. Tell me about that story. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, I I bumped up. I wanted to get a lot of good matches this year because um, my weight in the high school wasn't as tough, and the weight above me was actually really tough. So I bumped up for really most of tournaments, and I did take a loss, and it was pretty hard on me, just because I mean I was supposed to be the top guy or whatever, and I lost and. Obviously, that's tough, but I mean, it was good for me. So yeah, I moved. I'm, I, me and my coaches talked, and it was, I think it was the best idea for me to, to, to get that match back. You know, I would, I would rather go into state at the weight above and try to get that match back, even if I lost. I mean, I would rather, I would rather move up weight and get second than I would win at the weight I was at. So I mean, that was kind of my mindset, and so I went to the tournament ready to go, and I avenged the loss, obviously. So. Yeah. When you, when you when you like you said you're the you're the top guy and everybody's expecting you to win and then you bump up and take a loss, does that mm-hmm. you know how does that uh, affect you mentally? Does it does it hurt your confidence? Does it just make you hungrier um, to get it back? Um, no, I wouldn't say so. I I don't think it hurt my confidence at all. I mean, it was it was actually pretty. I mean, after I lost, I was upset, but I mean, my family went out to dinner that night. I remember and. It was just it was just normal again. It was just I had something to chase. I guess it would, I had something to do during the high school season that actually meant a lot to me. So, I mean, it, it, I went on with my life as normal, but I had like a chip on my shoulder. I guess that's for sure. Uh, when did the decision come to to bump back up? Was that later in the season, or did you know, hey, I, I need to go back up and get this one back? Um, after. The mat actually that night of the match, I texted my coaches and I said, "I'm, I'm going 132 for state." Um, obviously, it's nothing against Ryder because he's my buddy, but it was just something I had to do and I wanted to do. Um, I, I kept going down to 126, kind of just so he wouldn't move down or people wouldn't move down, stuff like that. Um, so I, I made a couple more weights at 126, and then I uh, bumped up the morning of districts, and no one really knew except my families. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, that's crazy. Yeah. Did, it, did it almost feel like? Um, obviously, you you don't want to ever lose, and you, going undefeated is the goal. But did it feel like it gave you a little bit more purpose of that senior year? Like there's something pretty significant to chase. Yeah, I mean, I that loss. I don't really care about the records, obviously, but just, I mean, just the loss it motivated me, and I I wanted it back. So that's the reason I went up. Um, I wasn't too. I didn't really care about the undefeated season or. The loss on my record, I mean, that didn't really bother me at all. I don't really care about that that much. So. Sure. Um, okay, I think another interesting part of your summer was was junior duels. And, and I heard – and you went out there and you smashed and you did great. But uh, from what I had heard, you, like, were on the fence or maybe even leaning to not coming. And I don't know if it was last second or you just kind of got talked into it. But is that is that accurate? Yeah, so uh, it was – it was I was in – I was kind of. I just got done with my uh, the junior world team trials, and I obviously didn't make the team. And I was I was kind of upset, and 
it was just kind of like I was I was ready for college, you know, and and so I was like, eh, I'm probably done for the summer, honestly. I, I don't because really, I, I wasn't planning on doing anything at that point. I was like, I'm not sure what I want to do, and so then uh, my buddy Caleb Ratchie was talking to me, and he's like, dude, we could actually have a really good dual team. You you and Drew got to come do it. Like, if you and Drew do it, then Nate and Joel will do it, and all these guys will do it. And I'm like, okay, we actually could really have a good team. And then Nate and Joel committed, and I was like, man, we, we might as well do it. And the only thing that was, like, holding me back was because we had vacation. We were in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Literally, we got back on Saturday night late. And then we left to go on Wednesday. So, I mean, I had some time, but it just wasn't ideal. You know, I would have probably switched it up a little bit if if I was planning on it. But, it, I mean, it was good. Yeah. Um, and it turned out great, right? Like, Iowa yeah. balled out. <laughs> yeah, we did really good. It was it was fun. I mean, we're a, we're a really close team, that's for sure. Talk about, you know, the difference between maybe high school or, or individual tournaments – and trying to win, right? Fargo states, everything else, and and mm-hmm. a, a, an event more like the national duels or junior duels, where it's team based. And I don't know, compare and contrast, and if they are very much different, from you know, from your perspective. Yeah, um, I don't know. I I think that they have pros and cons of each of them. Um, honestly, at Fargo, you're obviously on your own, but you're even more so on your own, like warming up for your matches and getting ready for your matches, and like sitting in the tunnel because like it's kind of hard for the whole team to sit with each other it's like there's usually like four or five of you but um for duels you i mean it's really a team aspect and you're you're all together and you're tight so and i mean as weird as it sounds i think some kids like it may mean more to them for like duels because like like people are counting on them so i think some of them wrestle wrestle better in that environment um to me it doesn't really matter but i don't know there's there's pros and cons for both of them that's for sure what was the highlight of the, of the tournament for you guys? Whether it was a win or a team win or an individual win or a pizza party afterwards or <laughs> playing in the pool, you know, at the hotel or whatever. Like, what, what stands out in your in your mind from from that event? Um, man, I think the most fun we had was just hanging out with each other. I mean, I don't think there was an exact moment, but I mean, just being in the hotel rooms and stuff like that, it's, it's fun. But I mean, in winning the title was really was really cool too. So I think those just just hanging out with my buddies and then winning was probably the, the best two things to me, anyways. Sure. Yeah. Um, you're committed to Iowa. You're going to be a Hawkeye. What was that recruiting process like? Did you know? Did you know the whole time in high school when you were younger you wanted to go to Iowa? Did you explore other options? And, and maybe it was a tougher decision. Um, I think every. I think every little kid's dream is to be an Iowa Hawkeye wrestler, especially if you live in the state of Iowa like me. But um, I, I don't think that – I wasn't really, like, a big Hawkeye fan growing up. And to most people's surprise, like, it wasn't like it wasn't like a lock for me to go to Iowa. I mean, a lot of people, I think, thought that. They thought, like, oh, he's going to Iowa for sure. But, I mean, there were times where I didn't think I was going to Iowa and, and during my recruiting process, and, and I was really open in it. And, I mean, I went on – seven visits i mean five officials and two unofficials so i mean i had a really good recruiting process and i wouldn't want to change it any other way so it was fun seven seven schools can you list some or all of the other schools you looked at yeah so i went on my unofficials to iowa state and you and i just because they don't pay for those and it was it was cheaper it was cheaper for my family and it was closer 
And then I went on my officials. I always leave a school out, so I'm going to try to remember. I went on Iowa, Minnesota, Michigan, North Carolina, and Ohio State. Those are my five that I went on officials. So. Okay. Um, what was it about the Iowa trip or, you know, what, what, what was the reason in the end, if there was a single reason or what the combination of reasons that it ended up being Iowa? Um, I think I just thought to myself, like, can I reach my goals here? And can I reach my goals that I want at this place? And I think Iowa, like, checked all my boxes, and I know I can reach my goals there. And, I mean, Tom and Terry, all the coaching staff, is they're great. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was just the best place for me, and it's a really family – it's a real family environment, and, and I love it. So, For sure. Uh, have you ever been to a match at Carver? Oh, yeah, I've been to a few. Um, it, to most people's surprise, I actually didn't really go to many duels, like, as a young kid. I think I maybe went to – I think I maybe went to one before high school, and I think that was the grapple on the gridiron one So in, okay. in Kinnick. So I, yeah. I didn't go to many, but um, during my recruiting process, I went to a few. I've, I've been to a few now. They're pretty, they're pretty wild. Yeah, it's electric. I didn't get to go to that that one on the football field, but uh, I did see it. It looked it looked amazing. Yeah, that one was it was crazy. That's for sure. Yeah. So, um, as I assume you know, they just had the Olympics. <laughs> uh, USA yeah. balled out, yeah. and uh, I'm curious if you know, did you get up in the middle of the night and watch it? Did you catch the replays? And and what did you think of Team USA overall? Yeah. So I was like actually. A- camp counselor at the Seabolt camp and so when I had to get up and leave it was like 5 it was like 5.40 or 5.30 I had to get up so that's when most of the good matches were coming in my time so I was, I was up for most of the matches um, it was pretty exciting I mean the USA did great they had a lot of medals so I mean I was pretty pumped I was pretty pumped that's for sure Who impressed you the most? I think we had three golds right and and nine, nine total medals Um I mean, going in, I was pretty confident in Gable. Um, I knew he was going to get gold. So, I mean, he obviously impressed me. And then and then David Taylor's win over Yazdani was huge. That impressed me. And then, I mean, Gilman had a really great tournament, too. I mean, that was really impressive to me, too. I love watching Gilman. So. Yeah. Um, when was the first Olympics you remember watching? And, like, who was, who was you know, winning for Team USA? Um, the first Olympics pro- that I watched on TV was probably 2016 in Rio. Um, but I remember I've watched tons of replays of of really all the Olympics before. Um, I love watching Henry Cejudo's um, gold medal match in 08. I mean, that was awesome. But I've watched a lot of them, that's for sure. Sure. Do you like freestyle or folk style more? Uh, freestyle. Why? Definitely freestyle. Um. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of a feet wrestler. I like being on my feet. Um, the the push out point comes really to my advantage, kind of. I don't know. Just something about freestyle. I love it. I mean, it's really everyone that wrestles freestyle is kind of at a higher level in the high school high school level. So it's really people I'm surrounded by. I love wrestling. So I don't know. Freestyle for a lot of reasons. I, I agree. I used to be on the folk style train, but I, I think freestyle is more fun to wrestle and more fun to watch. Um, yeah, I agree. The more and the more I see it, the more I think that. Um, yeah. So, as as and you you know, go back to training a little bit. You know, mentioned the long practices at Seabull, and I guess I'm just curious mm-hmm. for you specifically. Like, what's your favorite type of training, 
or maybe what's the type of training where that helps you get better the most? Whether it's just drilling, whether it's live wrestling or play wrestling or sparring or um, you get what I'm saying? Like which kind of wrestling yeah. do you like the most? Maybe it's a two-part question. And which one benefits you the most? Um, The one I like the most is probably just wrestling live. In practice, I love wrestling live and wrestling hard. It's it's definitely my favorite um, part of practice. But, I mean, the, the part that helps me, me the most could, could really be anything. Um, I think we do everything in practice for a reason. I think it helps me in all different aspects. Um, but I'd have to say, like, even drilling. Like, we'll drill a move at Siebel for, like, a really long time. And, like, just doing that move over and over again and building my muscle memory, I think that actually helps helps me more than a lot of things. So I would have to say drilling probably helps me the most. All right. Good answers. Good answers. Um, Moving along, we got a couple couple little segments here. We got Rich. This is the debut of Rich the intern. He's at the back table. And um, Rich has a, a handful of questions. I don't even know how many. Questions from Rich, though. So, um, Rich, when you're ready, let's take it away, my friend. How's it going, Drake? Just a couple quick questions for you. So, in the history of Iowa wrestling, there's been 89 three-time state champions, and you're one of them. Can you talk about what it's like for you to be a part of that history? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool to be a part of that history. I mean, I've never even known that stat. Um, I didn't really look at all, like, the, the history aspects of it until – and I still haven't really, but I mean, they'll come along and it's really cool to see because I mean, everything's just, it's going to be there forever. You know what I mean? No one, no one can take that from me. So it's pretty cool. When I was at Fargo, after you had won your title, there were a lot of guys there talking about you and just like how far you've come. Some people were even shocked at, you know, the level at which you were wrestling. Can you talk about what's attributed to that success and how you were able to jump those levels? Um, I think really just, I don't know, just, just sticking to the courts and not really changing anything. Um, I've been doing the same thing since I was, I was young, you know, I just keep working hard and I don't know. I owe a lot to my family. I owe a lot to my coaches, my friends, partners. I mean, I think just, I, I really don't know. Um, just, just get knocked at, get knocked down and keep going, I guess. That's what's worked for me, so. All right, I got one final question for you, Trake. Uh, so you and your brother, you guys came up competing together. When you guys, like, compete, mm -hmm. is it kind of a family competition? Like, I want to do better than you, or is it just you kind of just setting the bar for him? Um, it was for a while. I think we kind of competed. Um, it was like, who can get better at this tournament and stuff like that. But um, I think now it's kind of me setting the bar for him. I mean, he's, he's really improved a lot, and I'm super proud of him, and – I mean, I know he's going to be great. Um, he just keeps improving. It's it's kind of crazy at the level he's improving. So I'm excited for him. Awesome. Thanks. All right, Rich. Yeah. Debut. Freaking nailed it. Thank you. Um, and so now we're going to kick it actually over to Kyle Klingman in the uh, Bob Dylan Studios. He's got a. He's going to try to make Drake sweat it out. Yeah. He's going to sweat it out, and I'll tell you why. Because he's just. There's no way, based on the interview and the way it's flown, that he's going to get these. But all I ask is you at least give a, a try at this because you need to be up to speed on the uh, the Iowa wrestling history since it's so rich. So <laughs> the majority of these are going to be about Hawkeye wrestling history. So all I ask is okay. just for a little bit of effort. You just give a, an answer. So the first one right. is who was Iowa's first three-time NCAA champion? 
the very first. Kyle, you come with some oh, hard man. questions. You're really going to come with these questions. Yeah, that's true. I want to uh, – the only one that comes there. to mind is William, one of the Williams brothers, but I don't know if that's right. No, that's probably a lot later. Ed Bannock. Ed Bannock. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot later. Have you heard of him? Yeah, I've heard of him. Okay, you've heard of him at least. All right, number two. Who is the only multi-time world champion in Iowa program history? Multi-time world champion? World God, champion. I can't believe you. I should have read a lot more before I um, – I'll give you a hint. He's one of your coaches. Yeah, Tom Brands, right? No, the, uh, the other guy. Terry? <laughs> Terry, yeah. <laughs> 93-95-Tom-won-a-world-and-olympic-yeah-that-makes-sense-so-kind-of-a-trick-question-but-see-see-how-much-smarter-you're-going-to-be-going-into-first-practice-it's-going-to-be-awesome-all-right-number-three-how
Hey, whooped in once or twice. So, and you can answer either one first, but I want to hear about like one memorable win that stands out for whatever reason and one just beat down that you took and it is what it is. Um, the memorable win would probably be Fargo, my eighth grade year, my first Fargo title. Um, just because like I kind of got over the hump of everything, of all my goals. So, I mean, that was, that was probably my win. And the worst, my worst loss ever, that would probably be at Super 32 when I was a small six-pounder my freshman year. I wrestled uh, Nick Buzakis, and it didn't go very well. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, it did not. That was probably my, my, my whooping. So. All right. Cool. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And I appreciate you spending the morning and chatting with us. It's, it's been a good time. Um, Anything else you'd like to share or just the final word? Uh, nope. Um, thanks for having me. It was fun. So you bet, appreciate man. it. Yep. Well, best of luck to you at Iowa and we'll be keeping our eyes on you for sure. Thanks, Drake. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Uh, yeah, well, that was great. Great little interview there with, with, uh, Drake Ayala. He'll be headed to the university of Iowa in the fall. Klingman, what are your closing remarks? My closing remarks are, I looked it up. Harold DeMarsh was the first state champion for Oklahoma A&M. So I like that question because it puts me on point. I should have known that. And <laughs> at some point today, I'm going to wear my my sunglasses. Bella Bader's dad. I'm glad I stole these from your vehicle. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you have them. I hope they can protect your eyes from UV rays. Um, that's going to do it for today's show. Thanks for Kyle and Rich. Those great questions, and we'll be back again tomorrow to do it again. So thanks, y'all. See you next time.